1: Next game, Ryan, there's another huge matchup in the SEC this weekend, and that is the matchup between number six Alabama, the seven and one Crimson Tide, against the number 10. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh when I said that. The number 10 LSU Tigers, who are having a nice year so far. They are. I mean, they are. They are 6-2 nope. and two right now. The game is at 7 o'clock on Saturday evening on ESPN. Alabama is a 13 and half point favorite, which, I'll be honest, surprised me a little bit. Uh, Alabama, as we talked about, is 7-1. and one. This is an Alabama team that has not looked as good as it has in the past, yet still is a missed field goal away from being 8-0 with a win at Tennessee. So not as good as they've been is still really good. And LSU mm-hmm. – Kind of looked a little rough early in the season. Did not did not look like a great team. Obviously lost their opener against Florida State in the game they thoroughly got outplayed. Had a nice win over Mississippi State. You know, then a, just New Mexico is not very good. Ugly win over Auburn. Got blown out by Tennessee. And then two convincing wins over. Well, the Florida game was more convincing to me, even though it was a ten point game. I thought I thought LSU was outplayed them more the the Ole Miss game ended up being a blowout late they outscored Mm -hmm. out Ole Miss 21 to nothing in the fourth quarter it was 24 20 going into the fourth quarter and Ole Miss and obviously had had you know it was it was a much more competitive game but they handled their business and Mm -hmm. got the win and they're playing better football this matchup obviously is a huge chance for Brian Kelly to, to to have that that statement win uh going into his first season right a lot of LSU people said this is going to be a rebuild year when they lost to Florida State. Well, what did everybody say? Rebuild year, rebuild year, rebuild year. Well, this is a chance to squash that. You you mm-hmm. beat Alabama. It's not a rebuild year, right? And I think it'll really do a lot of good things for Brian Kelly's uh, staff's recruiting if you can beat Bama, b seven and two. You look at the rest of their schedule, Ryan. There's some there's some potential st- stow tub you know toe stubbing moments at Arkansas at AM, And sandwiched between a home game against UAB. But if you're good enough to beat Bama, you're good enough to beat Texas A&M and Arkansas. So it's a huge opportunity for Brian Kelly and LSU. And obviously Alabama is still jockeying to get back into playoff contention. I think that's why LSU was 10th, to be honest with you, is because they're setting Alabama up for a chance to get a big top 10 win. So, Ryan... How do you see this game playing out? Actually, you know, actually, let me just do this real quick, Ryan. So before you mm-hmm. and I go, let's just yep. quickly give everybody else's picks and then you and I can give our picks as well. I think that might make it a little bit a little bit cleaner. So we have Vince D'Addario picked Alabama to win 41-21. Sean Davis picked Alabama to win 30 to 21. Sean Styers picked Alabama to win 37-20. And Andrew McDonough picked Alabama to win 44 to 28.
2: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: So, Squirrel Roberts, how do you see this game playing out? Who do you have winning and why? (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Your name wasn't serious. Your nickname wasn't seriously squirrel, was it? Please tell me you're no. joking. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. You know, I, I it actually, is now. actually did have. It is now. I actually, did but, it, <laughs> I actually did have a
3: football nickname, but it was um, yeah. sas. People could just call me like Sasquatch, like you know, you're okay. big and yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, that's a conversation for another time. It's squirrel it's, uh, now, but
1: yes, I was. It's, curious. It's squirrel about. now. Yeah, yeah.
3: That, that was that was 14 years ago, Ryan Roberts. Anyway, so it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I feel about this game, Brian. And I'm going to start with the positives for LSU because I will give them credit in the sense that after seeing the first couple games, particularly that Florida state game, I thought they were in a little bit of trouble. I did like offensive line wise looked awful in that football game. I mean, we talked about what Jared verse did against that team. It was a man amongst boys in that football game, defensive line. I feel like they didn't really do much in that game as well. It was a little bit of a sparse, you know, kind of sparse performance. Then you see, Jane Daniels just looked out of sync early on, especially you know the first few games. Keyshawn Boutte wasn't really doing much, and I give LSU credit. They have definitely played at a more confident level over the last few games, and they do seem to be playing with a better drive and a better determination, and they do seem to have a little bit more of a physical style that they've kind of, I think, have found a little bit of their identity. So I will give Brian Kelly and his staff all the credit for that one because I think that it started out very rough, and he has recovered for what it was early on for LSU. Now, in this football game, Alabama, I believe, at this point, is just a higher caliber of talents comparative to an LSU, right? Like, they've gotten a lot out of guys like Jaden Daniels, Makai Gardner, who's their corner that's played at a pretty good level that was a transfer from Louisiana Lafayette. Like, they've gotten some good performances out of, you know, relatively talented players, but when you compare them to a – Bryce Young, to a Kool-Aid McHistory, to a Jordan Battle, to a Ryan Branch, those types of players. I just think Alabama's in a different league from a talent-level mm-hmm. perspective. So I do think LSU will score a little bit because one thing that Alabama has struggled with historically over the last few years is athletic quarterbacks that can extend plays. And that is what Jaden Daniels is, right? Like he can do that type of stuff off script, as an extender, in the running game. So I think LSU is going to score a little bit. So I ended up giving them 28 points, but the difference is – is that I just think that Alabama's higher quality caliber of athletes are just going to be the difference in this football game. So give me Alabama 45 to 28. Again, it's not a it's not a anything against LSU because they have come a long way. I just think in this football game, Alabama just has a different level of talent comparative to LSU. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it's not it, a great matchup like to
1: them. Pettiness, oh hate It's a bad matchup. It's a bad mm-hmm. matchup for them. And I think the part you nailed, Ryan, is the is the is the pass rush. Like they made Tennessee's defensive line look like they were dudes in that game. I mean, they just harassed Jay Daniels all game long. This is one of the this is a team in, in um in LSU that just that struggles to protect the quarterback. I mean, and and they really have most of the season, which is why they've been kind of a team that's been forced to be a a, a bit of a short throw kind of team. They rank 118th in the country, Ryan right, and Sacks allowed. That's not good right? Especially when you look at the schedule that they've played. And then you look at this Alabama defense, which ranks 21st in the nation in sacks per game and has two guys on the edge in Dallas Turner and Will Anderson, who are just dudes. Just, <laughs> yeah. Talented dudes. Now, you know, neither of their production has been elite. I mean, it's been spread out, but I mean, yes. just it's a bad matchup for the, for the LSU offensive tackles, right?
3: Yeah. I was going to say, Brian, it's funny because we talked about this in the preseason, right? Will Anderson wasn't going to have the same production he had last year, right? Because his tar- the target's on his back. Sure. like He's not going to have another 30-plus right. tackles for loss and 17-and-a-half sacks again. Like, it's unrealistic. So his sack number is a little down. But then I just saw a graphic this morning that was like – I think he had like 40 pressures so <laughs> far this year yeah. on top of like the seven sacks yeah. or whatever he has right now. I mean, to your point. Well, Darnell Wright's an, a pretty decent player at right tackle for Tennessee. Their left tackle was okay, but when you're talking about the matchup with them against Will Anderson and Dallas Turner and those boys up front, right. uh, it's just not a great matchup for LSU. It's just not. It's um, yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of a, a tough game because I think anytime you've seen LSU this year play against a potent pass rusher, again I talked about Jared Verse from Florida State. You mentioned Tennessee with Byron Young and Tyler Barron. It's been a lopsided affair in those battles, so I just I just don't think that LSU quite has the guys to counteract the Will Andersons of the world. I think that's where things get a little tough for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and it's 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 Will Anderson, but it's also the fact that it's Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. And I think that's a kid that's who I who I think is going to have a bit of a breakout. He has he has not been as as good as I thought he would be this year, mm-hmm. but he's still been solid to your to your just real quick Ryan uh pro football focus has Will Anderson is having 37 pressures this year in 8 games. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's off of 247 total pass rushes which is like less than one every eight which is pretty good. Uh yes. pretty good. And he has 17 hits and sack hits and or sacks hits and or sacks on the quarterback. He also has 20 run stops on the season. Which is pretty good. So I, again, I think it's a bad matchup. Alabama not a team that you want to be a dink and dunk offense against. You have mm-hmm. to be able to take some shots, and and that's just not something LSU has been able to do. Not because Jalen Daniels is, is incapable of it; it's just that he's just he doesn't get the time to to throw the ball down the field. And I think that's the that's the concerning part about the matchup. I mean, look, just give you some context. Again, what do you say about Pro Football Focus? Right, they're not a team. The grades stink. Uh, but yes. their their data collection is pretty good. In eight games, so it'd be what 100 and, uh, 237 uh, passing attempts. Jaden Daniels has only completed ten balls beyond 20 yards past the line of scrimmage. He's mm-hmm. he's ten of let's see ten of 23 on deep balls, right? Which is not great. Uh, from a, a per, it's it's actually a decent completion percentage. It's not it's not a lot, right? You look at Bryce Young, who missed, what, two games, basically? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Bryce Young, in 221 attempts this year, has thrown 32 deep balls in, in, obviously, fewer games. Completion percentage is similar. He's thrown a total of 90 passes beyond 10 yards, where Jaden Thomas, or Jaden Daniels, has only thrown 68 passes, 68 passes beyond 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. Compared to ninety for Bryce Dan- for Bryce Young, so again, it's it's one of those things where they're just not attacking down the field. I don't think you can do that against against this Alabama team. Alabama's right. vulnerable in the pass game, Ryan. I believe they are, but they're vulnerable to a team that can attack down the field. That's my mm-hmm. thing. I mean, you would talk about numbers, right? Notre Dame, for all their issues this year, Notre Dame hardly throws the ball. They only have 165 pass attempts all year compared to LSU, who has 237. Notre Dame has thrown the ball 80 fewer times, right? I did Not in exact, but about 80 fewer times. I didn't do the exact math. They have 68 68 passes on 237 attempts, LSU, beyond 10 yards. Notre Dame, on only 165 total attempts, has 53 passes beyond 10 yards. Right. So I'm trying to give you context for how infrequently LSU pushes the ball down the field. I don't think you can beat Bama that way. I just just don't. I don't think you can beat Bama that way. I think LSU will have some. I think the reason that my prediction, Ryan, of 37 to 20 is what it is, is Mm -hmm. because, number one, I don't think Bama has been great at just lining up and running it this year. And, you know, their numbers are good. 211 yards a game but mm-hmm. their numbers are good because they've got a couple padded games against teams that aren't very good. They struck, you know, and they, they couldn't run the ball really on Tennessee. They couldn't run the ball at all last week on Mississippi state, which is strange. Didn't run great against Texas.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help.
1: I don't think they can just – they're not going to be like super balanced 200 and 300, I don't think, against LSU. They're going to be a little bit one-dimensional. And so mm-hmm. I think that will allow LSU to make a couple stops that they maybe otherwise wouldn't. So I think, you know, 37 is kind of how I see Alabama. I think the fact that LSU gets to 20 has a lot to do with what you said. Jaden Daniels yep. will make some plays with his legs in this game. He will. one hundred percent, And he'll yep. hit a shot. You know, he'll hit mm-hmm. a shot. And and I think Mike Denbrock's, I've said this before, Mike Denbrock's a, a really good football coach, right? And Matt House has done a really nice job of getting a defense that I look thought looked bad early in the year, just like didn't I mean just did not look good. So they're playing decent football now. They are. They're not great, but they don't have the talent on defense. They actually have me, in my opinion, Ryan, I'm curious about this. I think their talent is better on offense than it is on defense right now. And I agree. top all around. And and so I I actually like the job Madhouse is doing. They're they're getting better and better every week, but this is a bad matchup for them. So I I see it as a game that Alabama wins convincingly. I wouldn't be shocked if it's by a wider margin than we just mentioned. I wouldn't be shocked, but I do think LSU is going to come to play. The reason I think it's a 17-point game is I think the LSU kids, it's a night game It's 7 o'clock. I think they're going to be hungry. I think they're going to battle their butts off. I just yes. don't think they have the horses to – to to. so this isn't like a Brian Kelly's teams don't show up for big games. I'm not even looking at that. I, I think they will show up to play. If they if they don't show up, if they have the attitude that Brian Kelly's teams have had at Notre Dame in big games and the way they did against Tennessee, it will be worse than 40-13 to 13 because Nick Saban has no problem running the score up on teams in his conference. None, right? No. So – but I just think LSU will come to play. I think these kids are going to battle for 60 minutes – I just don't think they have the horses to to hang with Bama. And and again, this is not a great Bama team like compared to past years yeah. right.
3: Two things I'm looking forward to most this week weekend, Brian. One is hopefully Notre Dame gets a victory, a big victory against Clemson. Number two is to for the uh, video to resurface of that fake conversation between Nick Saban and Brian Kelly. That Joey oh Molinero made or whatever <laughs> like that. Yeah. she's Please like, I can't
1: wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. I like the one where he's talking to Jimbo and then Kelly. Ryan, yeah. Brian, how the hell did you get on this call? You know, like that was, that was great. The guy does such good work, man. It's so he really funny. does. He really does. It's very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, that is our prediction. The entire Irish Breakdown staff picks Alabama to go on the road and beat LSU. I ask you this, Ryan. What needs mm-hmm. to happen for LSU to win this game? I have a couple things that need to happen. What are yours?
3: I, I mean, I think that turnovers is the biggest thing for me, right? Like if LSU kind of forces a, a real bad, uncharacteristic game out of out of Bryce Young and they turn the football over, like that's pretty much all I can think of, Brian. Like I just, yeah. I just think that the horses are just so much different in this football game.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it's about kind of like you said. They've got to pressure Bryce Young, force him, force him into uncharacter uncharacteristic mistakes, uh, I think I think tipped passes, things like that. They, they, there's some things I think they can do in that regard to, to allow them to stay. And the problem is, is that LSU also isn't a great pass rushing team. They rank 63rd in the nation in sacks this year. And their overall numbers for pressures aren't nearly as dominant either, right? I think that's an issue. But, you know, I think it's going to have to be you got to catch some breaks. And I think the other thing is LSU is going to have to try to establish the run game. Yes. I think they're going to have to try to find a way to try to get Bama to condense their box. I think their I think their line at times blocks better for the run than they do in pass pro. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's something that I want to see. They've been a very inconsistent rushing team, Ryan. Yes, you know yep. I mean your your you're, LSU has fifty five yards against Tennessee. They go for one hundred thirty nine against against uh, Florida State, and then they just run the ball down Ole Miss's throat. If they mm-hmm. can have similar success running the ball against Bama that they had against Ole Miss and then for some a couple mistakes by the Bama offense, that's where I think they can – and honestly, this plays right into Brian Kelly's wheelhouse, Ryan, He wants to – you know, he was always that way in big games. Let's like shorten the game, and that's kind of what they need to be here. Establish the run, shorten the game, and try to create some mistakes by Alabama. That's going to be the key. I just for don't sure. – like you said, though, Even if they're able to force some mistakes, I don't know if they have the horses to then capitalize on it the way that they need to.